2: Hey there, Transformer fans! Welcome to another edition of the Transformers: Robots in Disguise After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. How are we all feeling tonight, ladies? So good. So good. A <laughs> <laughs> lot of good,
1: fun stuff to talk about tonight. Joining me on the panel tonight, Alexis the Record Torres. Hey, everybody! You can oh, can't find my camera. You can find <laughs> me on all the interwebs as a Torres a nine zero. What up, <laughs> Emma the speaker. Easter Fife. Hello, you can find me on all social Yay. media platforms at Emma
0: Fife, That's- <laughs> my name.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, Katie Kia Prime Cullen is in the realm of Primes this episode. She's not with us today. She will be back soon, uh, but until that time, I am your host, Megan Lord Megantron (laughs) Salinas. Very nice. If you guys haven't already done so, please subscribe to us on YouTube and iTunes, Uh, SoundCloud, all that fun stuff. Rate, leave a comment. We love hearing from you guys. And uh, later on, on this episode, we will actually be giving a lot of iTunes shout-outs. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and if you haven't already, d- and we will also be keeping an eye on the hashtag ABTVRID. And there's a live chat going on since we are streaming Woo! live on YouTube. Emma's got that cover. I do. <laughs> Hi, everybody in the live chat. <laughs> Fantastic. So, we have a couple things to talk about also before we get started. Uh, first and foremost should probably be, uh, you guys are probably wondering about our contest from last week. Um, uh, where you would win this lovely Optimus Prime action figure, which we uh, received so graciously from uh, our wonderful guests last week. They were so sweet know. to give us it toys. Was so cool! I, like, <laughs> your guests show up and they have presents for you? Yeah, Eric, what? Mitch, and Roger. They, they gave us toys, and it was just really, really yeah. touching, so we thought we would extend the courtesy. Uh, however, you guys did not follow instructions. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> part of the instructions were to actually leave a comment on iTunes, and and to leave your Twitter handle in your comment on iTunes. So we are going to extend the contest by another week. Guys please leave your Twitter handles in the review. Also, if you already left your review, you can't go in and edit your iTunes
0: review, so just tweet at us. Tweet at any of us. Use that hashtag, ABTVRID, and let us know which comment, which uh, iTunes comment is yours. Uh, Just tell us, hey, I have an iTunes comment. It's under this name. Uh, One listener already did that, so thank you so much to you.
2: (laughs) So Don't worry if you've already left a comment. There there are ways to get around it. Uh, We also decided that it would not be appropriate for
0: Lord Megatron to give away Optimus. I don't so. believe we discussed that. I believe that that part
2: of the discussion have, had that been... That might have been a private
0: chat conversation between myself and Arif.
2: <laughs> I, I don't appreciate that, guys. I find that a little hurtful. I don't know if you remember, but Megatron, uh, you know, he, he's been through some stuff. It, it's, he, it's a little no hurtful that, that you that say that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's another order of business that we have uh, before we get started with this week's episode. Uh was last week, a Decepticon got away. He did, uh, yes. Fracture. Oh, snaps. Yeah, yeah fracture? that's right. Fracture. Bambigo and- <laughs> 137. We're not going to forget about
0: Fracture's nickname. Okay, that's
2: nice. <laughs> we, so, we're going to start. I, I Do the Minicons get to- Do they need nicknames, too, or should we just prescribe it to Fracture? I don't, oh, you know, I don't know, it was, it was all about like equality between bots and minicons in the last so episode. So I guess it so. wouldn't really be fair, but I don't have a nickname picked out. Maybe Air Razor and Dive Bomb. <laughs> I will throw one out for Fracture though. And what we'll do guys is we will give our suggestions and then at the end of the show we'll pick one. Yeah. Uh, and please feel free in the live chat and the hashtag to offer your suggestions as well because we are very much open to your guys' input. Uh, I'm going to throw one out there. Spike.
1: <laughs> I liked of his course. little
2: spiky mohawk. Uh, that, that's what I like. I wrote oh. down
0: that last week, uh, Raz Mystica 01 wanted him to be Starscream Jr. <laughs>
1: I actually wanted to name him that too. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I was like, look at that.
0: Look, Alexis sees your point, Raz Mystica
1: 01. <laughs> Is that your
2: vote, Alexis? <laughs> sure. I'll, that'll be
0: my vote for sure. <laughs> Super. So, guys, keep uh, keep tweeting out your suggestions or leave them in the comments. Remember, you can always use that hashtag if you want them to end up on Twitter. Hashtag ABTVRID. Do you have any thoughts? I
1: don't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Guys, guys, guys. Roz and I have the same brain. <laughs> three Amigos. Yes, three Amigos. I'm you so glad that? she read that. Oh, That's fantastic. Three Amigos. Okay, guys. Except,
0: okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to throw this one out there. Three Ninjas. Oh god,
1: I forgot about that movie. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm totally fine with that. They were kind of ninja. Yeah, wow,
2: Wow, Spike feels really dumb now. Yay. We, have, we have two great suggestions and one really sad one. So oh. be sure to let us know what you guys like best. If you guys have any other suggestions, let us know. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get down to the nitty-gritty of this episode after one more announcement. I promise this is the last one. <laughs> we love hearing from you, so keep sending us your tweets and comments. We do read every single one of them. And don't miss the chance to take our very important listener survey at PodcastOne.com. Your responses will help us make the show the very best that it can be. Be. It'll only take about three minutes of your time, and you'll get instant gratification that comes with knowing you helped us out. You can tell us how you really feel about the show. Please be nice. <laughs> and help us get to know you better. Do it now. Take the survey at podcast1.com. That's podcast1.com. And keep those tweets and comments coming. So, and if you guys have any trouble finding the survey, because I've had a couple people tweet at me that they can't find yeah, it. Yeah, I have too. Um, I have a direct link to it. So if you guys can't find it, let me know. I will send it to you. Cause I, uh, yeah, I did that too. I went to podcastone.com and I couldn't find it. <laughs> My poor roommate was like, I went to the Afterbuzz ones. I wanted to check off all the shows you did and I couldn't find them. <laughs> <I> no, <know>, right? <laughs> so yeah, just be sure to let us know. All right. Let's get into this episode out of focus. So Woo-hoo. all in all, initial thoughts about this week's episode. You know, I think that this episode had a really
0: good idea. That didn't quite pay off for me. Uh, I really liked the parallel stories that was between great. Optimus and Bumblebee. However, I think they kind of missed the mark on the parallel with B. I think Optimus's story was very clear, and I loved the revelation at the end, <laughs> and it was wonderful. And there were parts of B storyline that I liked, but ultimately I was like, I feel like that's a little bit of a
2: stretch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, I, I agree with you. I yeah. like the parallelism. I really, it was so nice to see Optimus again. And I And I will forgive a lot just having Optimus back right? in the show. I have to say, though, there were a few things I, I was questioning. Um just the fact that we have him back as we get a right. little glimpse into what's been going on with him. So I had a lot of questions about this one and I, I'm not gonna lie. I read the two like sentence synapses for this on the wiki before mm-hmm. I got started and I rolled my eyes a little bit because I don't like skunk episodes. Uh, it's not that I, wow. I'm not knocking the episode at all guys. I am not. It's, I used to go camping a lot as a kid. Uh, <laughs> Skunks okay. were a legitimate okay. concern. Uh, and one, of, I I'm not gonna lie because I watched a lot of cartoons where they did skunk episodes. It
1: made me irrationally afraid that I was gonna get sprayed <laughs> by a skunk while I was out camping. Well, it also doesn't help that the fact that these skunks can <laughs> I mean, blind and deafen you. I like what? No. what? what? Yeah. That's so crazy. No, I thought that
0: was such an interesting power that yeah. they had. By the way, because
2: that's not. I mean, with a skunk, you expect it to be smelly and terrible. But yeah, no. I mean, dude. Do... But when you have when you have them as Decepticons, they have to pack you know, pack a little a bit punch. more of a punch. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say that um, I kind of... Um, in a weird way, I kind of like these guys, not because they they had the opportunity, and I don't know quite what their motivation is. If it's more because they're petty criminals and not like yeah. straight up murderers, uh, yeah, I wasn't totally clear on what they were about. They <laughs> they, they seem to be robbers. Yeah, so let, let's talk about them a little bit. The Skunkicons, cons. led by Malodor, which yeah, it comes from the French malodor, or I said that really strangely,
0: but that's almost right in French, which means bad smell.
2: Boo. <laughs> or just mal-odor. I thought, I, thought it was, Boo. I thought it was clever, guys. Okay. Thank you, Alexis. Thank you for supporting me you in welcome. anti-pun campaign. I've been using it way more than I need to. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, we Decepticons, we gotta stick together. But, um... They intrigue me because, they, first of all, they're a group, and it's not like they're a set of combiners who who need to stay together, and it's not like a mini con, uh, regular no. transformer relationship. They are just kind of a group, which made me wonder if they were a family. Yeah, um, because they were all kind of you know skunked uh, skunkedicons. This is so hard to say. Were, and they all were twins, like you could not tell them
0: apart. at Yeah. All. <laughs>
2: so I was for, first of all, I wondered if they were a family, uh, and second of all, they had several opportunities to not only kill our heroes, but to permanently damage yeah, them. Yeah, I was confused as to why they kept leaving. Like, they I'm would like, blind them and make them deaf, and then they just peace out. I, and that's what intrigued me. I was like, that's very interesting. These are not cold-blooded yeah. killers. Yeah. Because, like, Fair. At, and it's interesting because, you know, they are prisoners. You know, they, they robbed a lot of places yeah. that was their thing they would go in stun the people uh, and as a distraction and then go in and yeah. rob the place and which again makes me wonder what on earth does uh, Cybertron uses currency. I don't know. Yeah, I assume you know, Energon. Ener- I would say maybe. <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, yeah. but how much is the, the conversion rate between a, <laughs> between a Cybertronian dollar and an American US dollar? And a US dollar? <laughs> but, um, but don't so, even get me started on Australian dollars and Canadian dollars and euros. It's just a whole thing. <laughs> it's all over the place. But I, I do find them interesting, which I wasn't oh, expecting no. to do given that it's a skunk. Right, episode. given your deep childhood
0: aversion to skunk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, so I, I liked these guys more yeah. than I thought I would, which says a lot, I think, I about did the too. writing for this show. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed these guys as enemies
0: because it, it, it's like we were saying earlier, Like I found it very fascinating that they had these powers, but it makes me wonder if actually... Beyond their, like, spray capabilities, are they lacking in other
2: offensive capabilities? Yeah, Do you know that's what like I mean? They're one big thing, and then apart, well, cause they, they're not very fast. No, they're not uh, very fast. Like, and that was kind of the big thing was our heroes actually got to the hideout before they did, and they're like, how did we beat you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, it's kind of adorable, so that's probably their one line of defense, is this, this ability. Um, but yeah, it's kind yeah, like I said, I'm just very intrigued by it. But um, one thing that kind of sticks out is um, I remember hearing. I don't remember if it was Adam who said it, but um, mm. I know that one of the writers for the show has said that the bad guys on the show don't necessarily think of themselves as bad guys. Yeah, I think it was Adam
0: that said that, and that is something that I do believe rings true in the show. It's one of the things I think is really interesting about these animal based Decepticons is. It's not really that they're... Bad, with the exception of
2: maybe Hungry Like the Wolf. Well, uh, even I—I <laughs> don't even think he thinks of it that way. I think he's just thinking of it like, "Hey, guys, we need to make a home for ourselves." Yeah, yeah. And these guys are standing in the way. Totally. I think the only one that I can definitely say is probably more nefarious is Fracture and Uncle PJ. Yeah. Uh, because uh, because the, you know Uncle PJ was leading a smuggling ring, and Fracture is a bounty hunter who he doesn't care about civilian casualties. Yeah. So I, I think that's kind of, those are the two most nefarious to me anyway.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with that because overall I think what we're looking at is, is something I think they do really well with the Decepticons in this series is, is that a lot of them come from these very insecure human places. Yeah. You know, like they, they got picked on. Yeah, they got picked <laughs> on or they're just, Crazy and trying to <laughs> impress their boss. Like, I don't know. I,
2: <laughs> they I had like a job them. to do. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they take pride in their work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so these ones, these guys intrigue me. So, um, they did not get away. So they did not. They don't, they don't get a nickname. Yeah, uh, because the- <laughs>
0: in the calm of
2: the storm, B formulated a plan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the center of the storm is the most still. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's talk about our Autobots this time around. Um, for this, because there are two very distinct storylines this yeah. time around. There's yeah. B trying to herd human felines. Which I know. I wrote that down. I, was, so yeah, I That was his, his exact quote. I felt so bad that Katie wasn't here today because there were two really great cat jokes in this Aww, week's episode. Aww, and cute. I'm like, and Katie says herding cats, all the time. Yeah, she does. I feel like she's done it on this panel if few times. She does. She I, has. I
0: was really excited when the exact words out of Bee's mouth were, it's like hurting domesticated earth felines.
2: <laughs> and I was just like, oh, Katie would have loved that. Oh. <laughs> I feel so she bad. She did love it. She's just not
0: here to talk about it.
2: <laughs> I'm sure she will express her joy next time she's here. Yes. Um, but anyway, so the whole storyline this time around is that essentially Bee's team are, they're easily distracted. Yes. They are children. Yeah, they are. Uh Grim is easily distracted yep. by all sorts of things his desire to punch things. yeah, And uh sideswipe and strongarm are bickering like brother and sister. Yeah. What else is new? Yeah, that's actually something
0: that uh Omega Buck 01 brought up in the chat. He or she, I don't know which you are, uh, says, "What is up with the disharmony among Beast's team? They act like they've never learned anything from the previous episodes," which is something we talked about a little bit last week when we had um Roger and Mitchell and Eric in here was the fact that this show is extremely episodic, so it feels like we're starting at ground zero again quite mm-hmm. frequently. However, in this episode, much as at the beginning of the episode, my reaction was,
1: uh, here we go again. I'm with just the fighting. Yeah, I'm just like, not not to be like negative Nancy or no. anything. Like that. I'm just kinda sick of it. Like I feel like be especially when sideswipe was like, "We've been in so many missions." I'm like, "Yeah, but you guys still haven't gotten you act, act like together. babies." Yeah. 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 And it's really frustrating. H- However, that being said,
0: I didn't mind sideswipe's comment of, "Oh, we've been on a bunch of missions already," because that to me sort of was a throwback to the last episode yeah. where Russell was basically saying, "Hey, Dad, you gotta trust in me," and the mini bot yeah, totally. Like, "Hey, big bots, you gotta trust us," uh, and and. Ultimately, in this episode, we did get to see B be more of a leader, which yes. I really
1: enjoyed. Like, when B was laying the smack down. <laughs> also, I, <laughs> I was into it. Yeah, and I also liked his thought process of like, okay, the skunks don't move that fast, so I have time for that. Yeah, that has exactly. I can do that. They're gonna fall out a window. Let me concentrate. I'm like, that's how it shows that he's a leader, is because he can uh prioritize correctly and how to get everything done. Exactly. And I was like, this is why he's a leader. Listen it's all to about Dang this it.
2: time management, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all about your ability to work well and manage your time under pressure. Exactly. <laughs> and guys, Omega Buck01 is a boy. Ah. Wow, confirmed.
1: <laughs> thank you, Omega Buck. You're awesome.
2: We also have some people on the uh, live chat or yeah. on the hashtag. So thank you guys for participating. Um but anyway, I, I will say to this episode's credit At least the vibe I've been getting from Sideswipe and Strong Arm is more of a brother-sister thing. Yes. Right. And in all honesty, it doesn't matter how many times you teach the lesson or lecture them, brothers and sisters will fight. Of course. Accurate. Yeah, about, usually about the same stupid stuff over yeah. and over again. Yeah. So I hear you guys. I, I definitely roll my eyes whenever, whenever we get into like this little slap fight territory that yeah. they always seem to get into. But, uh, but to their credit, that is how a brother-sister relationship works. Yeah. However, I, I know that Mitchell was saying that he didn't necessarily get a brother-sister vibe from them that it was more like Ehh. sexual attention, <laughs> And it's because of Mitchell that I can't think of anything else and now I ship them and it's weird. <laughs> it's weird because to me they act like brother and sister. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't,
1: I, I, I have to say that I think that same episode when, when he first got on to our after show, I think I agreed with him at one point. And yeah. I, I, I'm definitely on the, the, the Megatron train at this the point. Where it's very <laughs> It's no. very much a brother sister <laughs> relationship. At the same time, I know people, especially in the past, who have acted like that, and then they're like married with kids now. So, so it's we tough. I'm we just saying, could be, we it could very well be heading in that direction. <laughs> but like, I
2: feel like if we're gonna head in that direction, the dynamic of their arguments yes, needs to change. Yeah, yeah I agree. No, I, agree. <laughs> I,
0: I really do think of them as brother and sister. But like Mitchell just put it in my head, and I can't get it. Can't
2: out get it I all. mean, red and blue—they go together.
0: <laughs> they <It worked>. do. <did. laughs>
1: Go together. <laughs> go together. At they're not bursting each other. Did it. Yep.
2: <laughs> and and will it, can we talk a little bit about Grimlock in this episode? Oh, I love him so man. Oh, So
0: man. sweet. I, I just, felt so
1: bad for him. I just
2: love that every time he got hit with
0: the skunk spray and he fell over, he's just like flailing around. Am I walking? Am I
1: walking towards you? B am <laughs> I walking towards the side of your voice? <laughs> I love how he was just like, come to come to me. B. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I'm over here. Follow the sound of my voice. Like, they can't hear
0: him. It was so loud. This is something I thought was really clever was the fact that um, when he got
2: dragged off by. His tail? Yeah, that his tail left that. Now, here's the question Did he do that intentionally? No, (laughs) he didn't do it intentionally. (laughs) And I did love that B was like, He left a trail for us. It's like, that was not. But I like like that they addressed it because I
0: noticed it in the animation. I was like, Oh, that's really clever. And then they called it out. So I I really enjoyed (laughs) it. I will say
2: I'm a little confused as to <laughs> why they chose the biggest and most dangerous I, they, among they them. They said it was so Be and friends would know that they meant business. business. I think the idea was like, oh, no, they took out Grimlock. These guys, we can't handle them. You know, if they took out the biggest and the, the strongest of yeah. us, there's no way we can take them. That was a fallacy, I think, on their <laughs> <point>. <laughs> I think it didn't matter who you kidnapped. They were going to follow. Yes. <laughs> That's I'm just me. I just have to call something out because this is back with
0: our conversation about the relationship between <laughs> sideswipe and strong arm. Uh, Ali in the chat, Ali Surette Surret. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, Allie. You're lovely. You're here every week. Uh, But she says, I ship Grimby so much, man. Really?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Allie.
0: That that made me
2: laugh. I love it. Uh, And we're talking um, about, like, ships, breakdown, and knockout. Uh, Uh, I felt so bad about how that turned out. (laughs) It's sad. (laughs) Anywho. Yeah. (laughs) Moving on. So like the, the whole point with this episode was like uh, among the chaos, learning how to, to figure out and prioritize things and then move forward in the correct way and be an effective leader. So that was, I think, the long and short of both stories. I liked that too. And I really liked, I mentioned this a little
0: bit earlier when I was talking about how I liked that B got to be a little bit more of a leader in this episode. I like that once he committed to it, and he was still getting pushback occasionally. was yes. <laughs> like because I can't remember. Ex- I I wrote down at some point. Oh, B just busted out oh, the dad voice. Yeah, oh, that he was so great.
2: Sideswipe still kept like because <laughs> yeah. once once the locks were taken care of right. and like the the poison had worn off on all three of them. Uh, you know when they were about to fall out the window. Once all of that had been resolved, he's like, I know the schematics. We're gonna take this that's parallel to them and essentially cut them off at the pass um, and he's still and Sideswipe is still making really snarky stupid yeah. comments wow. that don't make any sense it's like what is wrong with yeah. you and and B is straight up like guys focus yeah. and then it's like sorry, d- yep. sorry dad I mean Bumblebee Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I loved it I loved it
2: B was, B was really getting it together in this episode. I I did really appreciate that because we know he's a good leader. We know that we know how, what kind of greatness he is capable of, and it was nice to see his team actually finally respect him a little bit. I agree. Right. But he had to stop palling around with them, and yeah. actually, and being a goofball, which is more his style, and yeah. he had to put his foot down a little yep. bit. Yeah, he
0: hasn't had to be in the authoritative get-everybody-together yeah. kind of role before. And
2: what was great is that he was able to have inspiration from Optimus yeah. and from Optimus's work words yes. without trying to be Optimist. Exactly, yes. and
0: and that was something I really liked about this episode, was seeing that parallel Optimist storyline, even though ultimately I think the Optimist storyline was a lot clearer and stronger. Uh, I liked that we kept going back and forth between him and B because we were seeing where B was drawing the inspiration from Optimus, but still being himself. Exactly. It's taking the words to heart, yeah. but still being true to yourself. I- exactly. I also really liked how dark Optimus' storyline got. Yeah. Yeah, me okay. too.
2: Since since that essentially wraps it up yeah. for the storyline. Um So we're gonna talk about Goku. <laughs> well no, we I wrote down, meanwhile in Primeland. Exactly.
1: <laughs> that was the first <laughs> thing I thought of. I was like, what like, is <laughs> Goku training with Optimus? Like, what's happening right now? Where's your halo? Where is your halo? Went
2: to uh, King Kai's planet. King and, Kai uh, <laughs> yes. and his training in the afterlife. Yeah. Before we get on to Optimus's storyline, which is really the meat of the episode. Yeah, right I though. agree. Because uh B's storyline was a little bit more um, a little bit more comedic yeah. with Grimlock agree. and everybody agree. stumbling around. Oh, uh,
1: I think we should probably <laughs> do some
2: iTunes shout outs before oh, we yeah. move on. Yeah, awesome. So thank you
0: to everybody who uh, left us new reviews on our iTunes page. We really appreciate it. Uh Foxgrad writes, I'm so happy you guys are doing this podcast. You bring a lot of heart and personality to the discussion, and I appreciate that you keep things relatively clean. I am really happy to find out that Transformers (laughs) has so many female (laughs) fans, and I appreciate how knowledgeable you are about the franchise as a whole. It breaks my heart that you guys weren't doing a podcast like this back when Transformers Prime was airing. Hmm. Actually, that's an idea. Is there any chance you could do a Transformers Prime version of this podcast during the off-season. I know it's a huge imposition to ask something like this, but I think you guys would honestly just have so much fun, if not more, making a podcast for Transformers Prime. Best wishes to you all, and here's hoping the show gets better and better.
2: Yay! Yeah. Which yeah. it is. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. and we
0: uh, we would love to do a Transformers Prime podcast. Please tweet at AfterBuzzTV.com <laughs> tell, them, tell them that you want a Transformers Prime podcast. And
2: specifically that you want us. Us, yeah. <laughs> us. That. <Yeah. laughs> at TheManguin at
0: ATORUS890 at Mm5 and at, at, Emma and at Kia J. Because sometimes <laughs> these things are out of our hands. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the next review we have is entitled The Best Transformers Podcast. It's by Reflex123. Ooh. It's all fun with this group. You feel the love, you feel the respect, you feel the absolute joy in exploring both past Transformers as well as the current show. This is a group that I would love to chat with in person. The guests also seem to catch the vibe of the hosts and engage in the best ways. This
2: podcast has it.
0: Good to listen to, but best to watch on YouTube for all the silliness.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. I definitely, if you guys are listening to the podcast, we love that you're you're listening to us on iTunes, but we really do appreciate the people who go to yeah. YouTube to see this nonsense because yeah. there's there's a lot of it.
0: <laughs> and it's super fun to uh, chat with you guys in our chat role here. Even if we can't always keep up with it, we're trying our best and we do see that you're watching and we really appreciate it. Uh, and then one more uh, iTunes shout out. This one is entitled Great Content. It's by Pyrotechnic. Uh, I started watching ABTV last summer when you guys were doing Ruby, and now here oh, is yeah, another that show can. that I am beginning to love. I haven't watched any of the Transformers series since watching Transformers Cybertron, and because of you guys, I have begun Prime. Uh, once more, ABTV R.I.D. is a great and spectacular podcast that is very well connected to the fan base.
2: Oh, first of all, Transformers Cybertron, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to say. I'm, I am so sorry. Even I won't <laughs> watch
1: that. Nope. Honey <laughs> Bunch of the Nope. <laughs>
2: yeah. But here's the thing. Go back and watch... First of all, watch Animated. Because Animated, though also episodic and a little re- redundant, mm-hmm. um, is very good. Yeah. And then go to Prime. Because everything that you like about Transformers is in Prime. Absolutely. And it is just done spectacularly. And if you're not watching Rescue Bots, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> True story. We also have a couple people in the hashtag that I do want to shout out. Woo! Uh EC on the hashtag on Twitter. You are great. And then we have alt... At ultra underscore master, which he he's left a few comments, but the one I uh, feel like I need to defend my honor <laughs> is uh, you saying your Megatron is an insult to Megatron and me.
1: Oh Whoa. shots
2: be fired. Whoa. Be Yikes. careful what you say, sir. <laughs> you do not want to get on Lord Megatron. No, 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 you don't.
1: Nope, nope, don't do it. Don't do it, guys. Don't we do will it. have words
2: oh. after the show
1: good sir i
0: love it everyone (laughs) in our chat right now has moved on to a conversation about uh characters that they would like to see on the show rc i want to see everybody's agree with rc well
2: guys the comics uh there's a parallel storyline going on in the comics i i don't know a whole lot about it. i've only read the issue that was Free comic comic book book Day 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 one yeah but if you're looking for rc ultra magnus and bulkhead That's where to go. And they had a variant cover the other day that had, it was like a family photo from Prime. So So definitely check out the comics, uh, so because (laughs) that is a thing that is happening. Yeah. And I think it's going to be filling in, I'm, I'm speculating here, but I think it's going to be filling in some of the gaps in terms of what are these characters doing. Yeah. So I, I hope it's canon. I believe it's canon, but, uh, you never know with these things. And before
0: we move on to talking about Optimus Prime's life or lack thereof, we're not really sure in this episode, uh, I would like to say that I agree with everybody who says they want to see Sunstreaker
2: and uh, Alita One. Nice. Alita
1: <laughs> 1 Yes! Well, I,
2: I know for a fact we're getting Windblade yeah, at some point, and that is Woo-hoo. spectacular. Yes! Yes! Mm-hmm. Um, I I personally would like to see Alita one as well. Yeah. I think she was one of the ones that I requested. Uh, yeah, our first, our very first episode.
0: I want to see her and her whole lady crew. <laughs> that they had an awesome, awesome lady. Awesome. Crew, yeah. yeah, they had such an interesting storyline too, and they were yeah. like the underground saviors. Chromia and Moonracer. Yeah. 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 yeah, yes, It was great. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, that would be amazing. Ah, uh-huh. uh, anywho, let's move on to Optimus' storyline. Yes, because there there are so many questions as to Because we've been speculating what is going on in the realm of the Primes. Mm -hmm. Is this, like, is Optimus really dead? Because for all intents and purposes, he died at the end of Transformers Prime in the wrap-up (sighs) film. I thought so. uh, He died to, like, help Cybertron. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm a
1: little confused. <laughs> so,
2: you know, it's always unclear, especially
0: in the American translations in the dubs of Dragon Ball Z,
1: whether or yeah. not Goku
0: is
2: dead, yep. and I think we just have to the deal. it was yes. He went to hell for an episode. <laughs> He did, oh, I'm sorry. He, he went to another, another dimension. He went to the. Oh he went to another dimension, and he went to the. <laughs> for those of you who haven't watched Dragon Ball Z, the old edited oh version that they showed us on Cartoon Network, so he went to the H F I L, which stands for the Home for. Oh, that's infinite right. losers. <laughs> <laughs> because I love that. first of all, you couldn't say that he was dead. He was in another dimension, <laughs> and in that dimension, he fell into the home for infinite losers. Yeah. I'm like, oh dear God. Which I don't know about you guys, that version of hell looked really nice. Oh, there the was There was you know activities, it was <laughs> like so nice. a workout area. It looked really great. It looked
1: like like a country club. Love yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I think there were like souls that went
1: camping all I the time so. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really didn't look that bad. It also just kind of looked like... I mean, not to be thrown off and, like, throw more nerdy things in there, but, like, you know how, like, the spirit world is for, like, avatars? Yeah! Like, it Last did kind of look like that. I was like, where, where
2: is Am I going to see Aang just kind of hanging <laughs> around? Like, and just, like, weird bunny spirits? Yeah! <laughs> just kind of floating That's around? That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um... The, uh, so we have Optimus in the realm of the primes, and he's there with Micronus, who is a prime, who uh, I was, I went to the Transformers Wiki, he was originally a minicon. Um ah. like the very first incarnation well, of- Well, hence micro. Micronus. I, I thought it was like my
0: chronos,
2: like my god of time. That's not what Which, it was. <laughs> I mean, both work. I was yeah. thinking the same thing, am I? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. it works because he's got his legs crossed and he's just floating around hanging out. But originally Micronus was a minicon that was meant to like, Add power to the other primes. Uh and so it's very interesting to see him autonomously here. And he's actually voiced by Adrian Pastar. Uh mm. Pastar, if I said that correctly, who played Nathan Petrelli in Heroes and General Talbot in Agents of oh, Shield. That's right. Right. So, I forgot about that. So I, I looked, I, I was looking at the credits, I was like, who voiced Cronus?" And sure enough, I was like, Nathan Petrelli? Yeah, man. <laughs> so I, I was like, that's that explains why he's flying around this entire right. <laughs> episode. Yep. So basically what Micronus is doing is, ver- hence our Dragon Ball Z uh, parallels, he is training Optimus for some great calamity that is going to befall I Earth. No! And on the one hand, I'm like, okay, well, okay, he's going through a mm-hmm. training bit. Uh, they mm-hmm. clearly have a task for him. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I'm like, what on earth could be coming to Earth right now? Because, yes, we have our Decepticon. Prisoners, yeah, but I don't think that's
0: what Micronos is talking about. I don't though. think so uh-huh.
2: either because they're disorganized. Some yeah. of them are crazy, and <laughs> most of them are crazy. <laughs> yeah, and we like they still maybe. Yeah, we know that they're building and working together and ultimately building towards something, right? But I don't think it would be anything. Big enough to send a prime back from the dead because, again, even though it's Optimus and we know that he has to die like once a series and then be resurrected, we get it. It's, it's a pattern for him. (laughs) Death is nothing new. Death and resurrection is nothing new for Optimus Prime.
0: like not very permanent for Optimus Prime. (laughs) Yeah, no,
2: it's, it's kind of like, whew, had a little power nap there (laughs) and now I'm ready to go again. But, so, so we know that's not really a big thing in terms of needing to resurrect him because that's nothing new for the show but what could be so important what could be happening or heading towards earth that is so disastrous that it's not somebody else bringing optimus back from you know from the dead it's literally like they're gandalf <laughs> the gray yes. coming back as gandalf the white yeah and again more with the nerdy that would be this. awesome that's great I, to-
0: I feel that's exactly what's happening. I'm not sure why, but I'm excited.
2: Yeah, and so it just makes me wonder what is happening. Mm-hmm. What is coming down the way that would require the assistance of a Prime? I mean, this could
0: have something to do with the state of life on Cybertron, which, as we have speculated many, many times on this show, is not great. It's not not so
2: good. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty harsh dictatorship. Yeah, the, the, from what we hear, it's pretty author- yeah, authoritarian. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but anyway, so we have my Cronus here floating around, uh, which I kind of liked his design. It was really sleek. Um, yeah, I liked his design too. Uh, I'm trying to scroll back up and
0: see who said they were underwhelmed by him on screen because apparently in the, like, art book uh Bible? yeah in he, like the covenant of prime yeah he Primus. yeah, he apparently looks uh like really cool
2: i I've seen one or two pictures, and it is very it does look very cool, but like they're also like balls of light and things like that yeah like, they are very ethereal, but for this it's like it's something a little bit more tangible, like hey, we're in a training session <laughs> uh because i although I will say like um when Optimus nearly died in prime mm-hmm. uh, and he met. Alpha Trion, I believe it was. Yes. Um, That's kind of what I got, because it was very ethereal, very light. Absolutely. So you would think that an appearance from a Prime, from the Realm of Primes, would look kind of similar to that. I would agree. But at the same time, it's like, okay, no... But I, I understand he, was. The he aesthetic. was like he was like a little king Kai. He was like floating around. He was vaguely blue. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of a king Kai. I liked him. Short blue. Yeah, yeah. It worked. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah. So I get kind of being disappointed that he's not <clears throat> ethereal. I get it. But at the same time, like <gasps> they are on a specific mission, doing a specific thing.
0: I just have to tell you what DBC King O2 said in the chat because you know everybody's going on about what's what's coming. What's coming of the that's so terrible in and J.R.S. show oh, no! Spoilers, it's Michael Bay. <laughs>
2: I thought he was going to make a joke about the Saiyans are nope. coming to Earth. Nope. Even better. <laughs> that joke did not go where I expected it I to. I like you, DBZK-O2. <laughs> You're alright. That's it. They, uh, the, the Primes know that Michael Bay is set to make way more Transformers <laughs> movies than was ever intended, and they're sending Optimus down to stop it, to put a stop to it. But basically the challenge uh. that he's set forth is that Optimus has a Decepticon Hunter sword. And um, in order to activate its full potential, he has to go through this kind of training yeah. exercise. And uh, in order to do so, he has to get to the top of the hill. And that is his goal,
0: is get to the top of the hill. And basically, uh, uh, Micronus tells him, okay, here's all you have to do. Get to the top of that hill. And then all of a sudden, all of these Decepticons start coming out of yeah, nowhere. it's a Decepticon
2: with four Minicons yeah. attached to it. And then there's a group of random people. That have been grabbed from Earth, it seems. Yeah. And transported to the realm of the primes. And Optimus is furious. Yeah. He's like, how How dare you? Yeah. How
0: how dare you? Why have you done this? Yeah. Basically saying that no training is so important that you should endanger human lives. And and basically,
2: he's like, these are helpless humans! And Micronus is like, Pff, whatever, they got you. Yeah, it's like, well, you better get the job done then. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, that's, that's not up to me, that's up to you now, yeah. isn't it? And so Optimus is distracted because he has an attack from a giant Decepticon mm-hmm. and four mini cons, crazy mini cons, uh, which kind of, kind of reminded me of the robots from Episode One. Yeah, where they, did. they, they would roll out and then they come out and they're like shooting little, little things. I actually liked those from. episode no, one. No, I yeah, I liked those a lot. So like they they reminded me a lot of those, but like I felt so bad for Optimus because the one thing he really truly cares about is protecting human lives, and I agree, and and I mean just
0: good on Micronus for playing at his heartstrings. I mean, he he knew exactly what was
2: going to happen. He knew exactly how to steer Optimus Prime off course from his mission. Yeah. And guess what? The Decepticons know how to do that too. Yeah. You put human lives in danger. Optimus Prime is going to make that his top priority, regardless of what the mission is. Yep. And sure enough, it acts as very much of a distraction. And I got to say, I did like the parallel of him jumping in front of the humans to save them from being yeah, shot. Yeah, I liked that and too. And then Grimlock jumping in front of his yeah. friends to prevent. I was I re- like, oh, that's a nice parallel. I
0: really enjoyed all of the, the parallels when they went back and forth. Between because B had a similar sword yeah. to the one that that Megatron that Megatron that <laughs> Optimus Prime had. Go on, I'm, go look, on. I'm looking at Lord Megatron over here, and I just can't get Megatron and off the brain. Don't you forget it <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Optimus Prime had. So I, I really did like when they were going back and forth. Though ultimately, I think that. B, it was about the distractions for his teammates. and I didn't really think B himself was getting distracted so much as he was getting frustrated. Whereas with Optimus, it was very clearly a horrible distraction. And it was just killing him because the Decepticons
2: evaporated the humans. Yeah, and you could just see the look on his face too when it happened because he's like... You have to stop this! The second somebody died, he was like, You have to stop this. You need to help me. Yeah! Like, I can't afford to let any of these other people get killed. And sure enough, they all get wiped out. And yeah. yeah, from Optimus's point of view, they look like they're straight up disintegrated. I know. And although I will say that the second somebody died, I knew I was like, okay, they're not real people. It's
1: okay. <laughs> See,
0: I wasn't so sure. I mean, granted this show is not prime, but I
2: think because of prime, my I was like oh, ho, oh, they're starting to go there. This is getting serious. <laughs> I did like that they grabbed a random group of people and it was a very diverse it group was. of people. It was it a wasn't really just, diverse group of people. <laughs> I, I really appreciated that. I was like, thank you, my Chris. <laughs> but um but there's only one kid left and of course Optimus is like you have to interfere. I like we can't let yeah. this child die and Micronus is basically like you've taken well, your eye off the ball. Yeah,
0: what's what was your What point? were you supposed to do? <laughs> what, what were you supposed to do here, Optimus? <laughs> Just think back and he's like Climb, climb the hill. Uh, Yeah, and of course he goes up to the top of. It's really a dome more than a hill. It's not exactly a hill with like grass and flowers and trees. No, Uh, and and yeah, it
2: looks like it would have been. Personally, I think it would have been really hard and slippery to climb. Because I agree, but
0: hey, hey, uh, Optimus had no problem with it whatsoever. So he like scales the side of it and basically finds a dais that's the same shape and size as the sword from which he can draw power to shoot crazy lightning bolts to, to
2: unlock the the potential of the sword yeah exactly which um yeah it was kind of very uh king arthur a little bit uh a little bit more i know they kind of tried to do that in age of extinction mm-hmm. i feel like they oh, did it here yeah. a little bit better with uh with all the swords and the knights and everything like that it's yeah like, good try guys try a little harder next yeah time. <laughs> this was very
0: effective for me i really really liked it and and as i say i mean even though yes those were not real people. They did not actually die. They were holograms that
2: just got erased. Uh, I you didn't know that for sure until the end of the episode. That's very true. They they and my it. Cronus didn't say anything nope. one way or another. And so, yeah, and, and actually, one thing that I really appreciated when I was, um, looking up my Cronus was that sometimes he can be a little bit of a jerk. Mm-hmm. That was literally a description in the wiki was sometimes he can little, be a little bit of a something I shouldn't say. I love it. it. <laughs> I love it. And I was like, you know what? That actually sounds a lot like the way he was portrayed in this episode. Yeah. And so, like, I, I really appreciated that. But Optimus basically, basically, uh, the long and the short of this lesson was, you know, you're going to fight. These are going to be the Obstacles that you are going to come across when we send you to Earth because there are going to be Decepticons. There are going to be human lives that are endangered, and you essentially can't necessarily allow that to let you lose focus of what you need to do because what you need to do is way more (laughs) important than that collateral damage, I guess. What's wrong? Oh, our
0: dear friend Jack Skellington on Twitter has created another (laughs) fabulous...
2: (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Is that Mark
2: Wahlberg? And okay, uh, yep. thank you, yep. Jack Skellington. He, he we will he... all retweet this. You need this in your lives. <laughs> and for those of you listening to the podcast, Jack Skellington on Twitter created a picture of the Saiyans coming to Earth. <laughs> and Michael Bay's face is photoshopped over Napa, and Mark Wahlberg's face is photoshopped over Vegeta's. And I actually, it's, it's vice versa. It's vice versa? Yeah, it's vice versa. No, yeah, that was the big one. Yeah, in the
1: background there. This is Vegeta hair. Oh, behind yeah, behind Michael my. Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I,
2: I assumed they were it's at the same no, place. It's fine. No, Mark Wol-
1: No, Mark Wahlberg's in the back. Yes.
2: Okay, I assumed it was in the same place. I apologize. It's amazing. Perspective on a 2D image. I yeah, apologize. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but basically, uh, you need this in your life. You need to see it. It is wonderful. I'm retweeting it right now. Share it with the world. Follow at Emma
0: <laughs> and you will see it. Share it with the world
2: because it's pretty
0: wonderful. It's amazing.
2: Anyway, um, I, I will say that I, I did... I find it a little bit odd that Optimus of all people needs training. Granted, I'm sure the Primes, because this is somebody who had the collective wisdom of the Primes with him for so long. Accurate. And he fought a war. He died for a war. Yeah. And so I'm wondering a little bit about why they feel the need to train him. But then again, the Primes seem kind of like jerks. Yeah, they do seem (laughs) kind of like jerks. They monitor his collect call. (laughs) I mean, how many times,
0: we're going back to Dragon Ball Z? how many times (laughs) did Goku become like Ultra ultimate, say, and still had to train more. That's true. You know? It,
1: it
2: was, this was a very Dragon Ball episode. <laughs> it was episode. a very Dragon Ball Z it episode. It really was. But, um, <laughs> but it's it's interesting because, again, if they felt the need to train Optimus, Optimus of all bots, it makes me wonder what on earth is coming. Well, it's obviously... That they even felt that Optimus
1: wasn't prepared. To
0: me, it's obviously some major threat to humans because they know how much... Optimus cares about human beings.
2: Yeah, and it's it's not just that and I know Unicron is is pretty dead. Pretty he's, he's pretty, pretty dead. dead. Um and by dead I mean kind of like locked away forever, yeah. you know, one of those things like parallax, <laughs> you know that sort of thing. But um but the two planets Earth and Cybertron are still linked. That's I'm sure that's one of the reasons yeah. why travel between the two of them has been outlawed. Mm-hmm. And so again, whatever Kind of, the fate of the two planets are intertwined, so anything bad befalling Earth ultimately means disaster on cybertron as well, and I know cybertron doesn't like to acknowledge that mm-hmm. but that is a thing, yeah, and so it it You know, it's not just Earth, uh, because I feel like if it was just Earth, it wouldn't be as bad, but this is Earth and Cybertron at stake. So I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's worse than Unicron apart from the Quintessians, which I don't think we're going that route, (laughs) but, um, but like who knows, but I highly doubt it's Unicron. So that it just makes me wonder, okay, what else, what else could be coming for Earth? I'm getting a lot of Megatronus in the uh
0: the chat roll here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Megatronus. Who knows. All right, well, any um do we want to go into predictions or... I think we sort of covered that. We just kind of talked about it a yeah. little bit. Any
0: direct Woo!
1: And now, yay, light show. Sweet.
0: Well, now I got to say Michael Bay is coming. <laughs> Everybody watch out. He's bringing Marky Mark with him.
2: Shia can't be far behind. <laughs> you know, they finally have uh, a couple women working on scripts for Oh good. Oh good. For <laughs> upcoming Transformers movies. Hopefully, that means that we'll get I know RC's gone unfortunately, but maybe that means we'll get a Lead 1 in some capacity, yeah. or even Windblade, Yeah, uh, because she's a fan favorite. Alexis, do you have any predictions?
1: Uh, Not really, actually, because um, sorry, I'm slowly coming over to the camera. Um, I'm just really excited because I, I just really want to see more Optimus. That's mainly yeah, yeah I agree. And I'm very excited to see. I mean, I don't know if it's actually going to stick, but like I would like to see Bumblebee, even though I know he's been really frustrated in this episode, to really hone into the <laughs> I guess dad skills I know. and like and really just take. Take the reins on this one. You know, I feel yeah. like I say this every episode, but it's just it's just been in that whole like we've been in the fillers. Now we're really getting, especially since I kind of I kind of saw in the next episode. <laughs> that I feel that really like that we're. We That's right. I forgot. It's been yeah. out
0: in China for a while. Yeah, I know. So, so. like,
1: so the fact that just um, which a lot of people in the chat have also seen by accident, but like. um it's just going to be really awesome to see more Decepticons Ooh. and kind of the story playing out kind of thing. Yeah. So, we yeah. have
2: a comment on Twitter from Erica. Uh, maybe the prison crash d- was deliberate. quote unquote. Good guys on Cybertron going to take over Earth. I saw that. <laughs> I like that. I think that's a very interesting thought. I I like that. I appreciate yep. that. I think Cybertron's shady, so. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I think, uh, and I know I've been saying this for quite a while, but I think we're finally going to get it on our next episode. I think we're finally going to get our Team Steeljaw Team up. I think that's what's coming next. I hope so. Uh, because yeah, I can't get enough of that team, and I can't wait to see how the Decepticons play off of each other. Uh, I need it in my life, basically. So I, be- I think that basically wraps it up for this week's episode. Do you guys have any other comments? Uh, anything else you want to add about this week's episode? No. I'll just need more B doing a dad voice. Yep, so I liked am. it.
0: I was into it. <laughs> I, I,
2: like, I like Dad B. I like authoritarian. I'm putting my foot down. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I gotta say, I want to see a little bit more of the Realm of Primes. Because this is the yeah. first time we've actually seen it. It was cool. So I, I want to see more of the Primes. I want to see uh, Solus Prime the the female uh the only female prime so yeah I would love to see that and maybe more training for Optimus and things mm-hmm. like that yeah because clearly something's going on all right guys that basically wraps it up for our show don't forget we are extending our contest by one more week uh you have the opportunity to win this uh lovely wonderful Optimus prime action figure it is fantastic you have to follow all of us on Twitter including Buzz TV and we will throw out our Twitter handles momentarily and you also need to leave a review on iTunes and please remember to leave your Twitter handle in the review on iTunes. Yes. And for those of you who've already done so, just tweeted us directly and you should, and we will, we will count it as an entry. Yes. So don't worry about that.
1: Um, Alexis, where can people go if they want to find out more about you? You can find me all over the interwebs as ators 890 Follow me if you want to see my face or listen to my voice at Geek Nerd Tech on Black Hollywood Live, our sister network. We would really appreciate it. They also have awesome shows as well. And also follow me on my vlogs at also at Torres 890 at youtube.com. And you can find me all over the internet at Emma Fife. That's my Twitter
0: handle. That's where you'll find me on Instagram. There's an Emma Fife Facebook entertainer page, which you can like and we can interact there. I have been with some fans. It's been mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, also, you can see me on uh, some other shows here at AfterBuzzTV.com, as well as on The Cosplay Coach on our other sister network, The Popcorn Talk. Uh, that is on Wednesdays at 4 o'clock p.m. right here in this very studio. Uh, so be sure to tune into that as well. We are doing our countdown to Comic-Con right now. So we're teaching you how to make superhero costumes and popular anime costumes and alternative Disney princesses. It's going to be super awesome. And uh, speaking of cons, if any of you guys are going to be at Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con uh, the next weekend, so that's June 19th through the 21st at uh, the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada, I will be there. I'm going to be on a bunch of panels. I'm going to be moderating some panels, and uh, I'll tweet out my whole
2: schedule. So if you're there, come find me. It's good. It sounds like it's going to be a blast.
0: It is. It's going to be really
2: cool. I'm very excited. I'm on some really neat panels. <laughs> that's what I've heard. And you can follow our our head panel leader, who is sadly not here today, key Ki at uh, Kiage. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at the TheMenguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, including uh, Sailor Moon Crystal yeah! and Orphan Black, which is tomorrow night. And I've also started writing an article for the Movie Chicks, that's Chick with 2Ks. Be sure to check those out. And we've actually started partnering with Popcorn Talk to bring you Movie Chick quick reviews. So be sure to check those out. We've got one up for Insidious 3 and we'll have another one up for you guys tomorrow night. Again, thank you guys so much for participating. Everybody in the hashtag, everybody in the live chat. We really appreciate it. We will see you all next week. Bye!